are back with another episode of the Redbirds Rundown podcast, and what a relief that it only took a few short days this time. Since we last published an episode just earlier this week, not much has changed, nothing too crazy or new to address, so we're just going to jump right into this episode. Lane Thomas came over to the Cardinals organization in a fairly quiet move last summer in 2017. It was actually one of Michael Gersh's first moves as the general manager of the Cardinals. Thomas was acquired for international signing pool money, uh, so that's not a move that makes much of a splash, but uh, he also got injured to end last season, so fans really did not get exposed much to Lane Thomas before this summer, and then all of that changed drastically here in 2018. Thomas has been totally healthy this year for the first time in a while. He was telling us how he actually got to participate fully in spring training this year. You'll hear that in the episode. He ended up starting this summer in Springfield, A, and he was mashing the baseball basically from the start of the season. Thomas's previous career high was eight home runs in a season as a pro. He hit 21 in just 100 games for the Springfield Cardinals, and he already has a couple here in Memphis. So the power has been off the charts, especially compared to what he was doing in years past. Thomas was promoted here to Memphis just about 10 days ago. It still hasn't been two weeks, but all he's done since that promotion is rake. Thomas has hits in his first nine games at the AAA level. He also has six doubles and a triple. I mentioned the two home runs. Those are incredible numbers early. Thomas has an average of 372 and OPS over 1,000. We can give numbers to you all day long. It's safe to say that Lane Thomas looks ready for the AAA challenge. So here it is, our sit down with the young Redbirds outfielder. Okay, we're here with Redbirds outfielder Lane Thomas. Lane, you've played eight games at the AAA level so far. Eight-game hit streak, power. You've shown great range in center field. Could this have been a better start for you here with the Memphis Redbirds? It seems like it's gone pretty well so far. No, it's been awesome. I think, uh, you know, a lot of the guys in this clubhouse have shown they, they hit. I mean, I think the first game I played in, we got like 20 hits. So it's, it's kind of contagious, man. These guys are great to work with. And, you know, a lot of guys have been here. So it's been, it's been awesome. So you're from Knoxville, Tennessee, born and raised, right? Yeah. Uh, not not very far down the road, not maybe in the backyard, but do you feel a little more comfortable being here in the home state of Tennessee? Oh, no doubt. You know, I got family that came in the first weekend we were here, and my dad's going to probably come again. So it's been awesome. It's only like a five-hour drive, so, you know, it's it's going to be good. And then we, I think we end in Nashville, so I'll have a, a bunch of people there too. So it'll be it's, it's always good. You just mentioned having the family in town. How does that help you with them being within driving distance, being able to see you, and just having that comfort not too far away if you need them after, whether it's a rough week or just missing your family? Oh, it's always good to know they're close, you know, and then they could, you know, if I needed anyone to come come hang out or if I need anything, they could come come see me or whatever. My dad actually just went up and got my car from Springfield, so that was, you know, it's only a four-and-a-half-hour drive from here, so he's been he's been on the road a little bit, so he, he went home to, to get a little rest. Have they gotten to see you much in Springfield or throughout the rest of your minor league career, or is this kind of an exception, a treat for you guys? Um, no, they, my dad's pretty good about getting up there. My sister, too. They usually, every Father's Day, they usually come out and, you know, certain weekends. So, yeah, it's, they're, they're, they're pretty good about getting up to see me. So, when we had you in for the team headshots, you told me a story about how you're from Knoxville. You got the whole Todd Helton backstory about him committing to Tennessee, him being from where you're from. 
he was your favorite player growing up. Can you get that backstory to our fans who, who haven't heard that before? I just think it's really interesting. Yeah, so he, he went to Central High School, and it's just he's been a big name there forever. And, you know, they, they kind of use that in the recruiting process at Tennessee just to, to show that he's just a homegrown guy. And, and I kind of liked the story and wanted to kind of go the same route, but ended up going a little differently. But And then my mom's originally from Denver, so anytime I went out to see grandparents, whatever, I went to see him play. So it was just just all the above. It's all been good. Todd Heldon was a football player too, right? Did you did you play other sports besides baseball growing up? Played basketball a little bit in high school. I stopped when I was a senior just because you know baseball is getting kind of hectic. But yeah, played play a little bit. So you're from Knoxville. You got the whole Todd Heldon thing. You committed to Tennessee, right? What was that process like when you were in high school, making the decision of of what you were going to do with the rest of your life? Yeah. So I had a bunch of buddies that went to a local high school, Farragut High School. They're pretty well known. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kyle Serrano and Nick Senzel and I was really close with them and Serrano his dad was the head coach there then so when they committed I was kind of like you know what I'm gonna go hang out with them for four more years you know so it was, it was all good yeah Dave Serrano has been awesome he's been a big help too so we just kind of all had a big connection and playing against them and all the way through high schools I thought we would have done some good there so then how did you make your decision and kind of how do you look back on that um, I think it was just wanting to go play and not you know see what I could do without it I think I think uh, I thought I was mature enough to handle that and you know who knows it's been it's been good I think I think any high school kid that's looking into signing should really sit down and make sure it's the right thing to do and I thought I thought it was for me so here we are you were traded into the Cardinals organization last summer what do you remember about that experience and what were you expecting when you became a part of the Cardinals organization yes I woke up to a phone call from our farm director and uh, he was just like, hey, you know, it's a tough day, but you've been traded to the Cardinals. And, you know, took a couple days, packed up my stuff, and drove across the state in Florida because I was in the Florida State League, and it was all good. I, You know, I, the season was cut a little short. I broke my foot, but, you know, the Cardinals have been great with rehab and checking on us. And, you know, I would go back and forth in Florida in the off season and get make sure, you know, I was up to date with my workout programs and stuff. So, yeah, nothing but good stuff. So some guys I've talked to have had a hard time being traded. They're in a new environment or they're with a new set of coaches and management. It sounds like it was pretty smooth for you. Yeah, I look at it as it's just a fresh set of eyes. It's a fresh start, you know. I think just it gives you a little more opportunity to impress people you've never played in front of before. So I think that was big for me going into my first spring training with them. It was just, you know, hopefully I'll stick out a little bit. So I try to play hard and, you know, that's how I, that's how I try to do things. One thing the Cardinals fans have been treated to this year in Springfield and then now here in Memphis you have just exploded at the plate power-wise. What has been behind this power surge? I think you're up to 23 home runs now in the year, and we still have a month of baseball left to play. Um, I think I dealt a lot of injuries coming up, you know, where I would play for a month, and I broke a wrist, broke a foot. You know, I tore a ligament in my wrist. So I think it's just been staying healthy and having a full offseason to, you know, get my feet back under me and take a full, you know, this is my first spring training going in completely ready to go, you know. So I think that's that's big for me. and. You know, just taking taking the opportunity, not you know, not for granted. So I don't mean any offense by this, but you're not the biggest guy. How, where does that power come from? Where do you generate all that pop in your bat? Even if you want to get nerdy and explain the mechanics of your swing, how do you feel like you're able to generate all that power to drive the ball out of the park? You know, that's a good question. I just try to square it up, and you know, sometimes it flies out of there. You know, I, if I knew the answer to that, you know, I think I think I'd be on to something. <laughs> It's not that simple. It's clearly not that simple. Let me tell you, for all of us that can't drive a baseball over 400 feet, um, what do you feel like Redbirds or Cardinals fans alike should kind of expect from you? Because you're still a relatively new face in the organization and in the farm system. How would you describe your game to those fans? 
Um, I think I'm just going to play 100% all the time. You're going to get the same guy, hopefully, every day. And I think that's what I try to do. You know, if I struggle with the plate, I try to, you know, make it up in the outfield or, you know, run on the bases or whatever. So I think it's just, just about, you know, taking the positive out of the day. And that's pretty much it, you know. You've only been here in Memphis for less than two weeks now, but I'm sure you're well aware defending PCL champions here at AutoZone Park. You guys are marching toward the postseason again. Big lead in the division with just a month left to play. How excited are you at the potential for some postseason baseball around here? Oh, I'm really excited. I think, you know, these guys shown they can win before, and it's been great playing with them now because you can kind of see why. So I'm really excited. What is it about this clubhouse that seems to allow players to fit in really well and feel comfortable here? Because you're not the first guy that's kind of alluded to that. It seems like no matter who comes through that clubhouse, you guys expect to win, and you're able to have a pretty good time in the process. You know, they kind of set a standard when you walk in, and it's just like no one's scared to come up to you and let you know how it goes. And it's not in a negative way. It's really positive, and, you know, they're, they're there for you. And I think you've got a lot of guys with some big league experience in there and stuff. So it's just anything you need or you're uncomfortable with, you know, you talk to someone, and they're, they're going to shoot you straight. And I think that's kind of how I, you know, approach things, and it's been nice to kind of get that in return. Lane, it's been fantastic having you here in Memphis. Uh, you're playing great baseball, so congratulations on that. We're looking forward to watching you moving forward. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Big thanks to Lane, who recorded that with us earlier this week before the Redbirds left town on a brief road trip. Uh, this is another guy who isn't necessarily on the top of all these sexy prospect lists just yet, uh, or at least he wasn't to open the season. But Lane has been outstanding here in Memphis, as you can tell. And one thing we didn't really get to address, he's also a very good athlete and outfielder as well. So plenty to watch for him moving forward. The Redbirds will be back in Memphis with a homestand starting next Monday. I expect to knock out another episode or two shortly after they return. Until then, thank you for listening, and go Redbirds!